It's time to get educated about everything Bachelor. It's time for the Bachelor Degree. Here are your hosts, Jill Morgan and Maddie Moore. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Bachelor Degree. We are here to set you up for your degree in all things Bachelor Nation. Once again, I'm your host, Jill Morgan, and we might be recording from maybe a more comfortable spot this time, and I'm alongside, of course, my co-host, Maddie Moore. 100% a definite, (laughs) way more comfortable spot. Yeah. Normally, we're sitting on wooden chairs, which like no shade to your chairs. They're, I love your... Trust me, they're uncomfortable for me too. I love your little kitchen setup or dining room setup. Yeah. But we are on Jill's comfy bed. We are <laughs> just kind of hanging out. We just had an awesome interview yeah. with someone who you will be hearing from very soon. Well, we announced it, so... Oh, true. Yeah. Oh. With the Noah Herb. With the Noah Herb spelled with an E and not an H. <laughs> <laughs> He was awesome. We had so much fun. You guys are going to hear that interview in a couple weeks. Yeah. Next week, week before, after that. Yeah. Whenever. Whenever, whenever. We'll put it out. You guys will hear it. And he was really fun. Um, So we are just kind of, I feel like, giggly from that a little bit because yeah. he said some really funny things. Yeah. We can't wait for you guys to hear that. But, you know, after this episode, after we finish recapping the episode of the Women Tell All, which we'll get into Mm -hmm. we are gonna share another interview with brie and rudy and we know a lot of you guys have been waiting for this like people are so so excited like in our dms yes when's it coming out or like soon (laughs) i know and and i feel like people are just like really big brie and rudy people like really big fans look i am too yeah i mean it's on another level it is and i think probably because they have a singing platform Mm -hmm. too that people like really love their music yeah and have just come to love them through listen Mm -hmm. to your heart yeah so we are really really excited to release that finally in this episode so like jill said you'll hear that at the end of our recap um and we're really grateful for them it was awesome because they were together and they said they hadn't seen each other since the show yeah so i feel like they like got together to record the podcast because of us no we're only kidding (laughs) yeah we're just gonna take the credit for that yeah we'll take the credit we love them both Yeah. yeah so they were really fun and we got some good insight into their love life and what's going on and when they are going to be dropping music which i know was the biggest question that everyone had so 100 yeah. yeah don't skip ahead because although women tell all was a snooze fest we know just listen to us hear us out we got some good commentary and regardless. to be honest like there is literally so much shit happening in bachelor nation right now that yeah. like we have a lot to unpack and right. i think there's just so much to talk about um in like really it's like a shit storm like is the best term i can use because i feel like every single day more stuff is coming out and Mm -hmm. it's getting like worse and worse and worse Mm -hmm. and i'm just like i don't know where the future of this franchise is going to be honest with you yeah right i mean the storm is brewing Mm -hmm. and now we're in the middle of the tornado i really feel like we're in like the eye of like the hurricane is that a thing well the hurricane of hurricane spot oh just kidding there is an eye but i that's where there is no we're in the worst spot of the hurricane yeah (laughs) we're tropical storm level five right right wait i thought a tropical storm came before a hurricane i don't know i think it does i think it's a tropical (laughs) storm turns into a hurricane and then you have your categories okay we're category Category five five. we're category category five yeah shit is hitting the fan (laughs) sorry we're not meteorologists yeah okay (laughs) 
Shout out to News Channel 9's meteorologist. <laughs> we, we need Jim Tusky here. Shout out to Al Roker. <laughs> yes, all oh, Al. Oh, my absolute Sweetheart. Being. I love that man. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Let's get into it. The women's tell all. Oh, God. Initial thoughts. Um, yeah, boring. So boring. Wow. And that's a lot coming from us as people who have watched for a really long time. I was thinking about how many like women's tell alls I've watched and how crazy they've been in the past yeah. and this was just so boring literally i feel like we usually get dirt and tea and, and like yelling don't yeah. you normally feel like there's always like people like you did that yeah like no one screamed literally no yeah, one yeah it was very calm which is kind of crazy for these women who have been bitching at each other all season long maybe they're just like over it at this point and um yeah, Maddie's taking a selfie right now. <laughs> Hello. It's a video. <laughs> we're, um, we're documenting <laughs> our bachelor degree episode currently <laughs> for the moms. Oh, my God. Okay. I digress. Sorry, we lost our train of thought. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it was just, like, I, I was shocked that there was not a lot of bickering and screaming, especially coming from these women who were known for their bullying bitching mm -hmm. bickering so that was really shocking yeah definitely i i felt like there was going to be a lot more calling each other out mm -hmm. and and maybe it's because not many of them had much ground to stand on because they had watched how stupid they looked. maybe and were maybe at that point like i should probably shut my mouth because yeah. the stuff that i said on national television like i regret sort of yeah and and i'm sure a lot of them kind of came to that realization because it was just such like a mean girl culture that i think once you're removed from that situation mm -hmm. and watching it back right it may have been like okay so i like messed up and yeah and i should really like keep my mouth shut during this woman tell all yeah i mean i can't even imagine like watching yourself on tv i mean it's a lot when i have to go back and edit these podcasts and i'm listening to myself talk and i cringe at that so i can't even imagine like watching yourself like kiss on tv mm -hmm. scream on tv it's really like a whole reflection process it is. it is i mean i literally do it every weekend like be true being on tv and yeah. it's like okay i have to watch myself and criticize myself on like oh that didn't sound good or oh i looked stupid there or oh mm -hmm. like this could have been better and it is such like a it's just a really weird thing to do yeah and doing it on such a large scale right. as the bachelor right it's got to be intense yeah. so i don't know i definitely think you know it was not the best we've had it also sucks that they don't have a studio audience yeah that always makes it a lot better i, I think. know like they're i always find them annoying at the time but it was just so dead without them mm. like so boring and um yeah they they add a lot because they boo and they cheer mm -hmm. and it's just another element to like the women tell all 100 like, all of these tell-alls or whatever and i feel like normally and maybe this is like a COVID thing. I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. But normally when Matt comes or any, like the lead comes mm -hmm. on, yeah. they bring girls onto the hot seat with yeah. him and they have like a conversation. That didn't happen. Yeah, I think it was a COVID thing because even all the women were separated so much. Mm -hmm. Like usually they're in one little cluster on stage it seemed like they were like six feet apart yeah they were they were spread out for sure mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and and it was weird because i felt like he didn't fully have conversations with any of them it was so weird it, chris harrison 
I mean, it's usually like the top girls go up, sit on the bench with on the couch with him and have like a full on conversation. But Chris Harrison was just going through them one by one. Like, how do you feel? How do you feel? How do you like? I don't care. It was just, yeah, it was weird. And I felt like Serena P kind of had more to say than she did say. Yeah. And like, yes, she was brought up into the hot seat before, but I don't know. It was just a little weird. I thought it was, it was weird in the way that it just kind of like halfway through, we were like done talking about it and he was like let's watch dates that we've never seen before yeah i was like this is random yeah it was random i mean it was it was interesting i wish we saw that stuff air right i was like this feels so weird because like why didn't we just see it air literally like i don't care about the drama like especially this season there was so much of it like i literally could not care i like the funny more uplifting moments which i know sounds Mm. so corny and cliche but like i just like seeing that stuff more i could literally care less about the drama i think it would have been nice to break up you know all of the drama with some of those funny dates Mm -hmm. like oh they're putting their hand in like you know crickets crickets and like critters and that's gross and whatever but it's funny and i think that still makes for good tv but i think the producers like really latched onto the drama this season and it just like wasn't good no so yeah that was definitely weird to kind of see that and like taisha made an appearance yeah taisha and jojo i was like what these poor women had to come to Nima Colon. Taisha literally just got engaged. Like, she wants to be with her fiance. She didn't have to make a commitment to going on making a, an appearance on The Bachelor. She probably had to quarantine mm-hmm. her and JoJo for two weeks. Maybe. And it's like they don't even air it so what's the point of them being there i know it was definitely really weird um the other thing i felt like was like some of the women i feel like still sort of have feelings for matt like did you get that vibe from i think definitely like serena like she literally was crying yeah definitely serena p i mean she ended it like but she ended it oh my god spatial awareness um but she ended it on her terms so it's like i get it but you were the one that ended things like not matt like you you could have stayed there i think she just listened to her family's advice maybe too much Mm -hmm. i don't know i think in the moment she was extremely confused and conflicted and kind of getting that like uh, almost reassurance Reassurance. from her family Mm -hmm. that you know maybe this isn't my person Mm -hmm. encouraged her to leave and is like a big reason why she left yeah and probably after leaving like there may be some regret there right and i feel like we kind of saw that come out because she was pretty emotional and i don't know you know obviously they didn't have much of a conversation when he Mm -hmm. came out Mm -hmm. but i've kind of felt that vibe with a few people of just saying like how much they had only good things to say about matt right um and I don't know, maybe it's just whatever, that was their experience. But yeah. It was that was an interesting part that I made note of. I was like, hmm, yeah. I feel like normally the women are like, Oh, like I'm in such a better place and like I wish you all the best and yeah. that like did not feel like the case for some women. Yeah, I think for like Serena P, who went home before her? Was it Katie? No. Mm. Was it a- Abigail? Oh, might have been Abigail. Abigail. Yeah. So, but even Abigail, Abigail was like, I'm kind of over it. Yeah, she definitely was. I think yeah. Serena and Piper a little bit. Piper, that's who it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we saw Piper make the most dramatic exit. 
she did not give she was not having it no she literally just like walked out and it was weird because i thought maybe she would talk about that a little bit of like oh i wish i didn't do that but i don't think she said anything about it i don't i mean i'm gonna be very transparent i would have rather done other things than watch this women tell all like it was so boring like Mm -hmm. i just i feel like this season i didn't have like, I loved the women, and I love Matt. I just didn't have a connection in terms of, like, him having a relationship with these women because of all the drama. And I feel like I didn't have a strong attachment to any single one of them. Yeah. I kind of, I mean, I loved Abigail, but it wasn't like I love her relationship with Matt. It was like I love her as a human being. And 100%. I found it very hard to connect myself to any of these women and the relationship with matt because the drama really just overshadowed everything yeah i i 100 agree so it was definitely a weird women tell all um of course they you know added in some funny segments which yeah, like the one about to. matt with his eyes open was Ugh. really funny i was like oh my gosh and and it was kind of funny to see the girls reactions of like yeah one time i did open my eyes and like yeah. he was staring right at me and i was scared like shitless i was like i would literally die if i opened up my eyes and like my boyfriend had his eyes open i'd be like oh what are you doing hello (laughs) like (laughs) please don't do that the fact that he didn't even know he did it i'm like how do you not know right because i mean it's not like they're like wide open but like a quarter yeah it's still so weird like maybe he doesn't fully know (laughs) one time complete side note but one time me and my boyfriend we kissed each other with our eyes open purposely just to (laughs) see how it would be because we were like this has to be so awkward let's try it yeah and we were both like staring at each other i was like we will never do that again that scared me that's so much so funny <laughs> so awkward that's so funny oh my god yeah but we like we were doing it like because we're like okay like this is so weird i just wonder this is such a side note now that we're going a little off topic but i wonder who made the decision to close their eyes when you're kissing right and also like when did that become a thing i think like <laughs> when people are like oh yeah i realized his eyes were open then your eyes were open too like right. how would you know his eyes were open if right. yours are closed yeah so i'm wondering like when this all started or it's just like instinctual as a human maybe it is to close your eyes when you kiss maybe because it's like an intimate thing but also like i don't know that's so weird but, like i feel like when you stare into someone's eyes that's also that's also that's very also intimate. intimate yeah I mean, Honestly, if you feel like it. if someone, if one of our listeners wants to do some research on the history of <laughs> kissing, slide into our DMs. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. We're really interested. Who is the now. first person to close their eyes? Because <laughs> was it the cavemen? <laughs> literally. Like maybe it's just. How did it become a thing? That's a good. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho, that was a funny segment. Love that. <laughs> and then, of course, the bloopers. I love bloopers. I love the bloopers. They're some of my favorites. Same. It's always a good time. Always a good way to break up from the serious stuff, even though, like, what? This, it I was don't know. literally the highlight of this episode. Yeah. Because that's always my favorite part. I could mm-hmm. care less about anything else. I always wait for the bloopers, and then I watch them a million times over on YouTube because yes. I like them. Yes. Jill's a YouTube stan. I am sorry. Not Don't sorry. sorry. I'm not we sorry. We love it. We love I'm it. Not, I'm not. So the other thing that was so freaking weird <laughs> is they would pan the girls. Yeah. The camera would pan the girls. Right. And you would get a glimpse <laughs> of long blonde hair. So obvious. Straight long blonde hair. Yeah. And then the camera would stop. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who is that woman? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Heather Martin. Yeah. Like, obviously. Why was she there? 
Great question you asked there, Maddie. Um, I don't know. Right. <laughs> and why was she not shown? Why did they not talk to her? Right. It's like if you're going to have her there, like, I don't think the audience cares if you show her or not. But, like, don't try to hide it because it was so know, obvious. Yeah. You know Bachelor Nation. You know they snoop. You know they dig into people's business. You know they're going to find out that it's Heather. So, like, just make it obvious and no one will give a shit. And I think maybe the producers did it because they were like, oh, well, when we did talk to her, it wasn't that great. So we're not going to include it in the episode, like when they edited it. Right. But they probably were like, oh, let's include a little bit of her hair to get people like talking about it because this episode was so dry. We need something for people to talk about. Yeah. I mean, I saw I've seen a bunch of TikToks today. So clearly it was on people's minds. Oh, 100%. Me and my friends were watching it and we were like, (laughs) okay, so how many TikToks do you think we're going to see of the hair? And the thing is, I didn't even notice it when I was watching, probably because I was paying zero attention to this woman tell all. Yeah. But then I saw that and I was like, oh, I guess she was there. And then we have to talk about all the women that weren't there that probably should have been there which is similar to how Tasha's women tell all was remember there was a lot of guys missing right. but i feel like that was different that was like a quarter of the cast this was like three quarters of the cast that were there and just like maybe like seven girls were missing so. i mean yeah he obviously had like one of the biggest if not the biggest castings this season yeah. and there were so many girls that yeah. weren't there yeah i mean just like i obviously sarah wasn't there marilyn who had a big plot point True, with victoria who else wasn't there um oh god i saw a tiktok about it <laughs> of course yeah um like a few of the night one girls which are relevant True. but Mm. and maybe it was a covid thing maybe it was like depending on when you got voted off sarah probably just didn't i don't know i I don't want to speak for her but like maybe it was like oh i don't want to really face them maybe or i don't know it was weird though it definitely was something that i was like hmm that's interesting so honestly though like that was about it yeah like that was really it there was not much substance there no zero it lacked substance it definitely lacked substance (laughs) but the one good thing I think about it, aside from the bloopers, was the upcoming highlights yeah. for next week. Mm-hmm. We have two weeks left or three weeks left? Two. Fantasy Suites, the finale. Okay. Yeah. So, Fantasy Suites are next week and the highlights were kind of crazy. Yeah. A lot of tears. We get an appearance from Matt's dad. I was so surprised by that. I didn't think they had a relationship at all. No, me either. And I knew that his mom was going to make a reappearance, but I didn't know his dad was coming on. I'm Mm -hmm. like, do they surprise? Like, poor guy. If they surprised if they surprised him with his dad if he didn't know and his dad just knocks on his door which like i hope that doesn't happen for his sake because that is just really terrible if he does not have a relationship with him but it looks like it's like a heated conversation honestly and that also is so personal like think about all that he's gone through that he's talked about on the show yeah with his relationship with his dad Mm -hmm. and his his parents and whatnot mm-hmm. and then to have that on national television crazy like, he's been the producers could literally not give a shit right they're like we're gonna put matt through the 
most yeah. that we can. Poor guy. I hope he's doing all right. I know. I hope so, too. I just, like, I'm <laughs> so ready for everyone to be able to talk. Like, there is so much that needs Me to be too. said. It's, like, I'm almost just so ready for the season to be over. Yeah. You know why I also just thought the women tell all was weird is because there is so much stuff going on in Bachelor Nation. And, obviously, we know the women tell all is pre-recorded. True. And this was before everything sort of started coming up. It was, like... It felt like we were avoiding everything, but obviously they weren't because right, they it had didn't no knowledge then. of it at that point. Yeah. But it just felt like I don't know. I thought like maybe they were even gonna make like a little flash statement at the beginning, but I thought that too. Like maybe there was gonna be some sort. Yeah, because the producers came out with the statement. The Bachelor producers right. came out with the statement. Right, like very recently. Yeah, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. But I, I 100% agree. I thought maybe there would be some acknowledgement of mm-hmm. what the hell is going on yeah. right now. Yeah. But the only thing that I'm just thinking of now is the show was over when the Women Tell All aired. Or when the Women Tell All taped. Because Matt had a massive beard. Yeah. So when the Women Tell All, which like was interesting. <laughs> Hashtag no bush. <laughs> yeah. I was like, mm, I don't think I like that. Shave it down. Yeah. Um, We like scruff, not massive beard. Yes. Um. But they had to know a little bit about this Rachel stuff because it's been going on for like six weeks that yeah. people were kind of coming at her on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, so for them right. to not say anything you're during right. it, yeah, I thought was kind of interesting because it's not like it was, you know, like not like no one knew what was going on. Right. Well, I think they probably didn't mention it because Rachel wasn't physically there. And also it was before, I think what really fueled the fire was the Chris Harrison interview with Rachel Lindsay. 100%. Like like, propelled it. Right. Everything was kind of just like sitting below the surface and chilling because obviously they couldn't talk about it without Rachel physically being there. Rachel Kirk and all that is. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, the Chris Harrison interview just kind of fueled the fire and that's what made everything just sort of come to light and yeah yeah that's where we are now (laughs) definitely I I completely agree though that it just felt like a little insensitive and kind of like okay I feel like I shouldn't be watching this right now because there's just so much going on yeah that we're not talking about but hopefully in two weeks we'll get all of those answers yeah. with after the final rose i'm ready for that i'm so ready i feel like after the final rose needs to be like three hours long but well i know that it's gonna be <laughs> honestly six hours literally <laughs> we need all of it is I, it a two-part thing it's or? a three-hour finale so i think it's a two-hour episode in a one-hour afr which is normally what they yeah, do normal. yeah yeah interesting yeah all right well that is the recap for women's hell all and upcoming highlights yeah but we have a ton of bachelor news to Mm -hmm. talk about um which you know we were kind of just getting into a little bit with all of this craziness really i mean it's really just crazy um and there's a lot that has happened i know we've we've talked about it in the past two episodes i think yeah um but there's just like more statements that have come out since then there has been more um like videos Mm -hmm. and instagram stories that have come out regarding i think we should start off with like the rachel Lindsay, chris harrison rachel kirkinell situation um last time we told you guys that rachel kirkinell had came out with a statement right Right. it was just a written statement Mm -hmm. on her instagram and then we had talked about the fact that the season contestants had posted a a statement and so did taisha's guys Mm -hmm. um so since then i think we should start off with 
Rachel Kirknell. Okay. Um, she has posted. She posted a Instagram video. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like an Instagram reel type of thing. Yeah. And it was about like seven, seven and a half minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, and she basically talked for seven minutes about resources. Okay. Um, resources that were she was using to help her educate herself Mm -hmm. and that she wanted to share with others Mm -hmm. um, to kind of help others um, go along this journey with her of educating herself on racism. I found it to be pretty interesting um, because I felt like there needed to be more of an apology in the beginning of the video. And she, she kind of prefaced the video saying you will hear more from me about this and like, when the time is right and i'm assuming she's talking about after the final rose Mm -hmm. like i will speak on all of this okay um but for now i'm gonna share these resources and i just felt like it was a little like too soon to be coming out with like here's the resources that i'm using to help me before you like explain what the hell is going on right and like what has happened right i maybe she should have just like waited maybe but it's also the it's such a fine line because Mm -hmm. people will attack you if you wait regardless and people will attack you if you say something that's the crazy thing about social media it's just like it's like people you can't do the right thing like they don't like it if you do post something they don't like it if you don't post something so it's like you can't do everything right and i'm not defending her actions whatsoever Mm -hmm. it's just like that's the way our world works now and with social media like everything everybody wants stuff so instant instantaneously and if you wait it's almost like you're being a coward or avoiding something so mm-hmm. yeah i don't know that's interesting that she put out resources i don't i don't know i'm i mean i'm just really anticipating her interview at the afr and like what like just hearing her out and hearing what she has to say like formally addressing it 100 percent. yeah i completely agree and on the topic of afr um we knew that chris harrison wasn't going to be hosting it he had come out and said that he's going to take a step aside from the bachelor nation Mm -hmm. right now um and not host afr and so they made their announcement as to who's going to be hosting yeah um and i don't know if you want to yeah kind of tell everyone who he is and yeah so emmanuel acho was announced i hope i'm pronouncing his right name right um he was announced as the host of afr which um if you are new to bachelor nation that usually premieres after the finale episode um and like maddie said chris harrison is not going to be the host he Emmanuel Acho will be and if you don't know who he is he really became outspoken over the summer during or at least that's when I heard about him and started like following him Mm -hmm. he became really outspoken during the Black Lives Matter movement after George Floyd was killed and he started this YouTube series called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man and he started Um, just literally having uncomfortable conversations and like Matthew McConaughey was a guest on the show I know um, Chip and Joanna were were um, on the show also Rachel Lindsay and Brian 
were on the show talking about like um, interracial couples. Mm-hmm. So they just have like a topic. He had a topic per week and it was really, really interesting. I mm-hmm. think, you know, go check it out. It's, and he also just came out with the book mm-hmm. um, too, which is titled the same thing, I believe. Mm-hmm. So it seems like everyone from Bachelor Nation was really excited about this choice. I'm excited about it. Um, mm-hmm. I I think it's interesting that they didn't go with someone with from Bachelor Nation. Same, yeah. But I was a little surprised by that. Yeah, but I mean, regardless, I, I think it's good to have someone with no bias. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for them to shake it up and see what he has to say. I know he does like commentating too because he's an ex or he's still a pro football player. Okay. I, I wasn't sure because it said he, in his yeah. bio, it said he had played in the NFL for four yeah. years. So I wasn't sure if he was former or current or whatever. Yeah. So but I'm I, excited. I am excited too because I think, you know, having someone that obviously because of his show knows how to have these types of conversations right. and has had experience with these types of conversations, I think that's really important mm-hmm. um, to make sure that they're going to be comfortable in pressing these people because they're gonna have to ask difficult questions yeah and there's going to have to be a dialogue that is uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and not everyone can do that yeah and not everyone can host that and facilitate that I think right so I definitely think it's a it's a good choice by them and like you said like Bachelor Nation seems to be you know happy about it I wish him the best with this because I think it's going to be a lot. Yeah. Um. But I'm definitely excited to see how it's going to unfold and who's going to be there and and the format of it all. Um. But one other, I guess, not one other tidbit about this, but um, the other huge thing that has kind of happened since our last episode is that Rachel Lindsay has had to deactivate her Instagram mm-hmm. after receiving so much hate, crazy, and bullying yeah. from Bachelor Nation. Um, I don't understand it to be honest. I really don't. It's crazy because you think that, like, she's done so much for this franchise, and I mean, I think we know the fine line of what's okay, what's not okay, and as people now who are commentating on the show every week I feel Mm -hmm. like we know where to draw that line Mm -hmm. and some people just have no boundaries and they go too far and like troll and troll people and it's just it's not right like it's it's so crazy and the fact that Rachel Lindsay is the person that's getting all the hate when she was only trying to facilitate a conversation during um, with Chris Harrison, like, it's just, it's absurd to me and crazy. The, the fact that people are spending so much of their time and energy going after her when that is not the issue at hand right. here. The issue is the racist acts of Rachel Kirkenell and what has happened in her past. And Chris Harrison. And Chris Harrison's, yeah. co- like, comments that were extremely racist. That, like, the fact that people are going after Rachel is quite honestly disgusting. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so sad that we live in a society that that people hide behind screens Screens. and hide behind computers and feel like validated by ripping and tearing apart other people like that's just such a reflection on yourself that you have to tear other people down to what make yourself feel good like that's just bullying 101 like that's not okay no in in any 
case in any situation and it's just so disgusting to see it happening on such a massive level in such a huge scale for Rachel that she had to deactivate her Instagram like that is not okay in in any capacity right it's just disgusting and so I think it's it's just been too much for her and I hope that she's okay and she can like heal from this because she doesn't deserve that at all um no one does Mm -hmm. and I think people need to like just chill for a bit like and not yeah I think people are so quick to pass judgment literally and it's like boom you do one thing and you're canceled Mm -hmm. and it's like this cancel culture is crazy it's so insane it's so insane like no one should be canceled I mean it's so cliche but like everyone truly does make mistakes in their life like right like how many times have the people that are commenting on rachel Lindsay's stuff made made mistakes made their themselves. own right it's like, like we literally have all made mistakes and we yes should you be held accountable for your mistakes 100 yeah. percent. yeah you should own up to them you should grow from them that is a part of life mm-hmm. but sitting behind a screen and tearing other people down for their mistakes yeah is just crazy to me yeah. and and yes, like I said, they should be held accountable and there's a way to do that. But look, the nastiness doesn't it need to be there. It has to go. Yeah. It's like it's gotta, gotta go. go. It is. That should be canceled. The yeah, nastiness. Like just, oh my God, where's the grace and kindness in people? And it's just, I think it's just become a lot. And, it has. And I think everyone needs to just like. Take a breather. Take, take a chill a, pill. Yes. Like just like take a breath and <sighs> give these people a minute. Literally like let's all take a deep breath. Together. I know. I'm like. Uh. <laughs> yeah. It's but, a lot. Yeah. It, it is a lot. And um, sort of coming off of that, the Bachelor Nation executive producers have finally put out a statement i feel I, like this is the first time we've ever heard from the producers literally anything. i feel like maybe the only other time was with like the um demario corinne incident like with paradise i remember that yeah but yeah i don't know either i can't think of like a specific instance so mm-hmm. they've put out a statement about everything that's been going on um we're not going to read it in full you can go check it out on the bachelor nation instagram i think that's where it's been it was posted. the bachelor abc instagram. okay yeah it's on one of the main accounts yeah. for the bachelor but um yeah they've finally come out with a statement i think everyone's been waiting for that everyone was waiting for like matt abc warner brothers like all the big people all the big shots to come out with statements and they finally did and um We'll see what they do from here because they're clearly the ones calling the shots and making these executive decisions. So I think a lot of pressure's on them right now. And I hope they I hope they do what's right. I mm-hmm. really do. Yeah, one hundred percent. Definitely. Um glad that they put something out. Um we'll see how this unfolds. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got two more weeks and I think a lot of things will be answered and a lot of things will be talked about during after the final we only hope <laughs> we only hope exactly yeah so we'll see what happens but the other big thing that has happened in bachelor nation <laughs> this week um is with taylor nolan yeah so taylor nolan was from nick vial season she was from nick vial season mm-hmm. if you like don't remember her she was the one who was very outspoken about emotional intelligent intelligence and went on the two-on-one with corinne so that's yes. where she was most known yep and then she was on paradise oh um, yeah she got engaged to Derek Paith. 
on Paradise. Yeah. They're no longer together. No. But she is a psychotherapist and a sex therapist, um, I think is what her Instagram yeah, says. That seems about right. Um, yeah. And I, do you want to explain it? Should I explain it? I mean, we can we can have a dialogue about it. But basically, tweets of hers from 2012 were resurfaced and they were racist. They were homophobic. They were um fat phobic Mm -hmm. i think that's the phrase for it Mm -hmm. um were they xenophobic i think they might have been to be honest i didn't read all of them yeah i read a handful um, yeah that were everything that you just described and they were from 2012 Mm -hmm. i think like like 10 years ago yeah it was like around 10 years ago that these um tweets were posted that Mm -hmm. she put up yeah and people obviously found them um you know people on the internet must have Mm -hmm. just been scrolling i don't know how it came about but yeah they resurfaced and i don't really know how it played out like did someone yeah you know what i think people you know because she was very outspoken about i think she was one of the forefront leaders of being outspoken about the whole chris harrison rachel Lindsay, rachel kirkinell thing Mm -hmm. so you know people are gonna that retaliate and find dirt on you if you're so outspoken about it they're gonna now go into your history and see what they can find about you and i think that's where all this stuff got resurfaced from Mm -hmm. and she even mentioned that she knew these tweets existed yet she didn't feel like she needed to delete them because it was part of her journey and part of her growth Mm -hmm. and I do understand where she's coming from but at the same time they're so offensive and so like just awful and disgusting it's like they're triggered they're really triggering to people Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they're not they don't need to live up there on a platform and be there for people to see so I don't get why you wouldn't delete them mm-hmm. i 100% agree um i was just having this conversation with my mom earlier today mm-hmm. as to like you know why these tweets were left up and taylor uh reacted i think pretty quickly mm-hmm. to the um messages that were coming out about them yeah. and just like she put up a i think she put up a youtube video and yeah. she put up um just like an instagram story mm-hmm. video yeah and i think it was a like quick reaction that she had and basically said like i know that these tweets are up there i've left them up there for a reason it's part of my journey Mm -hmm. and i have been putting in the work for the past eight to ten years to you know change my way of change my way right like i recognize that those were wrong and i have been putting in the work to you know change my way of thinking and to educate myself and to become an ally yada 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 so the thing that i just don't understand is like why do they need to be up there yeah just because you think it's a part of your journey doesn't mean that they need to be any less offensive right and like they're still living on a social platform that other people can see Mm -hmm. and it has your name attached to it like I understand that you know that personally that's a part of your journey, but I don't think it needs to be out there for the world to see. It doesn't need to live there. No, like you can easily delete that and still recognize that eight yeah. years ago you were racist and homophobic and xenophobic and, ho- and fatphobic. Like, right, that's like a personal right. thing. And, so. and if you want to talk about that on your platforms, fine, talk about that. Like yeah. say this was my journey. This is where I was 10 years ago. But for them to be still on your Twitter just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, no. And like you're 
you were saying before the um instagram stories that she put up a lot of people you know thought that she was being really defensive in her video Mm -hmm. and not it wasn't an apology at yeah. all people were like this is not an apology <laughs> she didn't really no, apologize no. until like the end i think there was a little short apology of like if i've offended anyone from the bipoc community like i'm sorry and that LGBTQ+, was gbtq plus like all of these communities right. that she's offended it was just such like a kind of like yeah a defense i think is the best way to put it mm-hmm. was like she was defending herself of like hey i know these are up there she's like i put in the work yeah she's like so i'm i'm good and i'm like sis that's it not doesn't how it work works. It, it doesn't work that way right <laughs> yeah and and so she got a lot of shit from that yeah there was a lot of heat and i think she knew after or at least we hope she knew after that and she came out with like a second or third statement there was a lot of statements from her yeah written some were like from her notes that she had posted and then there was like other ones that she posted so there's like a lot coming from her yeah and she final i think the final statement that she put out was like an actual apology but this got a lot of reaction from her friends in bachelor nation just like bachelor nation alum in general and i think the one being most shocking to me was vanessa grimaldi who is like her one of her closest friends from the franchise and you know a lot of these people are like i obviously like do not agree with what she's put out there and um she really needs to apologize it it was just it was crazy how many people were coming out with statements about this yeah i'm actually pulling up vanessa's right now mm-hmm. Um, it was quite a long statement, but yeah, I forgot that they were, they're really close. Um, she says, you know, the news of Taylor's past comments and past tweets have been weighing heavily on me. I needed a day to breathe and write something from the heart that wasn't reactive because I was in disbelief. I've spoken with her in private and would like to share my thoughts here with you as well. Taylor often speaks about holding people accountable to the highest of standards for their words and acts of racism and hatred toward marginalized communities. Mm. As someone who has gotten to know her well throughout the years, it is my responsibility to hold her accountable to the same standards she expects from others as well as myself. I'm disturbed, upset, hurt, disappointed, and saddened by the things she said. I did not know of these tweets until they were brought to light yesterday. I do think they need to be deleted. They are triggering, dangerous, and harmful. I am in shock. And she goes on um, to talk about the different communities that she hurt within these messages and she says i'm i'm heartbroken and blindsided um and and yeah i definitely think that was really big coming from vanessa yeah and then the other person that um at least it jumped out to me was caitlin bristow Mm -hmm. putting up a video on her instagram story talking about it yeah yeah just you know a lot of people coming out and talking about it um just a lot going on in Bachelor Nation in general. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure in the next couple of weeks, there's going to be a lot more to come. Like we said, we're still in this Category 5 storm right now. And um, yeah. I don't think it's stopping anytime soon. No, it definitely isn't. I think it's just going to continue to brew and get worse before it gets better um and and yeah we'll keep you guys updated i mean this is just kind of a glimpse into what has been unfolding in the past couple of weeks obviously we don't have the time to talk about absolutely everything and everyone's statement but um yeah it's it's a lot happening i think these are conversations that need to happen Mm -hmm. um and hopefully can set this show on a better path forward right um 
but yeah we will definitely keep you guys updated next week uh with you know all of the bachelor news and yeah it, it was it was a heavy bachelor news this week yeah um we'll see what happens yeah yeah definitely <laughs> like i always say we'll see what happens so on that note we are going to switch it over to a little bit more positive fun yeah and play for you guys um our interview with brie and Rudy. you've all been waiting for i yes. think 100 <laughs> percent. you guys have been asking for it and we're so excited to finally release it and we want to just thank them so much for coming on they were really awesome and it was i think it was super cool to get the perspective from people on listen to your heart mm-hmm. because it is such a different show yeah um it was our first guests from listen to your heart and hey maybe there will be another listen to your heart coming soon i don't know yeah we'll see i mean i know we're gonna get some senior citizen bachelor apparently yeah but um yeah i think a season two could be fun yeah i do too so we hope you guys enjoy so we are so happy to have two amazing singers and songwriters on this week from the bachelor listen to your heart please welcome to the bachelor degree brie and rudy Awesome. So we love to, um, you know, start our interviews. We've interviewed a bunch of people from Bachelor franchise and you guys are the first from Listen to Your Heart. So we're super excited to have you both. And we want to start with kind of what was going on in your life before the show and like, where were you at and, and you know, before uh, all of this craziness? <laughs> yeah, so I was um, waitressing and modeling and then just kind of taking gigs as they came. Um, but yeah, just kind of, you know, hoping for that next big thing. And I was actually planning on moving to LA, um, the next January. And then the show ended up, um, contacting me and I was like, Oh, this is me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I worked out really well. Yeah. Pretty much thing for me. I just moved to LA. I actually got out of a, a label deal that I was in that I was stuck in for like five years. It was terrible. So I gave myself like one year. I was like, you know what? Before I give up completely, I'm going to give myself one more year to move to LA and just see if anything can happen. And within like four months, I, I got called to do the show and, you know, kind of just all happened from there. Fell into place. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So why did you decide, decide to go on the show? Like, did you apply or did they scout you out? Because obviously this is the first season of this new like franchise in Bachelor Nation. So um, yeah, like, why did you decide to go on? <laughs> Uh, I think for me, it was just kind of like, I was reached out to, I think you were too, right? Yeah. And um, they were just kind of like explaining us the show, the show and what it was going to be like. And they pretty much just said it was going to be like a dating plus, you know, music. And I was like, well, I'm good at, I think both of the, well, not, not <laughs> so much, but, but uh, you know, I'm a sucker for a good love story. So I was like, you know what? let's give it a shot. Why not? And yeah, I was just intrigued, really. It just seemed a little different than your typical like singing show and a little different from your typical dating show. So yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm the same way. It was like the best of both worlds. And, um, you know, I think we were both kind of at the point in our lives where like, if we didn't, what's holding us back, you know, Um, we'd be kind of dumb not to, to go for it. And it just kind of fell into place. And it was exciting. And I love like, being the start of something new so there's no like stereotypes associated to mm-hmm. it and um it's really cool to be you know the on the first season yeah yeah, yeah. definitely and that kind of like definitely leads into our next question of just 
what that experience was like because it was so new and like you guys were kind of the guinea pigs of like let's see if this is going to work out and and how it's going to go so what was that experience like for the both of you a lot <laughs> <laughs> I love the faces you both just made. You're like uh, <laughs> it was a lot it was definitely like it was just a lot of fun I, I went into it with no expectations I really did I've been in this industry for way too long to think like oh this is gonna be this is gonna work out in my favor like things are gonna <laughs> the complete opposite for me so I just kind of was like you know what this is a cool opportunity no expectations and it was a lot of fun I but I again I had no idea how it was gonna turn out and yeah no idea like yeah. I don't even think we knew you know, we were going to be singing in front of celebrity judges until we got there. No, yeah. They were like, surprise, you're singing for Cash tomorrow night. Right, right. <laughs> Us till we walked in to oh, perform. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, better that I didn't know because I think I would have freaked out. Um, right. And then you just kind of went into survival mode and you were like, okay, we got to do this, you right. know? And so it was a huge, it was kind of like a boot camp, you yeah, know? Yeah. But the funnest of kinds because right. it involved love and music. Yeah. Right, right. That's awesome. So while you were on the show, what was your favorite date that you got to go on? You better not say your date. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that was, you know, I'm right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I only went on one date. So, I mean, I went on the date with Chris, but that was like kind of just to, I, I don't know. I think trying to be a little jelly um even though me and Chris were just like the best of friends in the house so um mine was my date with, Sha- with Shaggy and not with Shaggy <laughs> with, with Matt things they didn't when, show yeah. <laughs> no the one that was the only date I had but luckily it was like if I had to pick one date for me I would have picked like it was a perfect date for me so yeah it really was I can't imagine anyone else <laughs> on stage to yeah. <laughs> um oh. I think mine, like the Guitar Center date was was amazing on so many levels. Um, I really liked in Vegas when we went to the chapel and sang for that couple that was getting married mm-hmm, live. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of pressure, but it was beautiful. Oh, so. I can't imagine. Yeah, that was so cute to watch. No, that's awesome. And we always like to ask because obviously there's so much that isn't aired that we don't get to see. Do you both have like a favorite behind the scenes memory um, that kind of sticks out to you? Ooh, I mean, there was a lot of just like all of us in the house. I think Lane, um, Ryan would be on the piano and we'd all just be in a circle dancing and singing with him like yeah. for hours. Oh, that was so The hours fun. that we had. Right, Not yeah. Many, but um. I think that was my favorite behind the scenes just with all of the singers and musicians because I had never been in an environment like that. I don't think any of us had. And so, you know, at the end of the night, we would just kind of come together and sing and it was really uniting. Yeah, I think for me, there's two that stick out. One is when I think you saw you were there. You and Julia, because there was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, saw. I think they showed it in the bloopers, but basically I was like, I was pretty lit. I was like on one. And <laughs> um, Michael Todd started singing to me and I just started like shaking my butt <laughs> like, like shaking like not just like little like no I was like full on hands on knees oh my and, god and I was wearing this little like jumper and so and they literally blurred out my ass <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Harrison winds up coming in and he freaks me out and I like turn around and there's all these like, beautiful lights <laughs> on the stage and then I knock over a light and it freaking shatters like and oh I was just like, oh my god, Chris Harrison, I just broke a light. Like, what, what is going on? 
Um, and it, like Brie was there and Julia was there. And I just remember everyone being like, oh my God, what the hell is this girl's problem? Um, but yeah, <laughs> and he walks up and then he just takes the, the guitar from Michael Todd, says nothing and walks away. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. <laughs> like we didn't even know that he was like he hiding. Yeah, it was so weird. <laughs> that was so funny. But yeah, that's probably, that was probably my favorite behind the scenes moment. But yeah, that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, honestly a good story. <laughs> so who are you guys closest with from your season? Like, who do you still talk to? I actually live with Julia, so oh my God. I, yeah, which was like people don't expect because like I think she she I not think she definitely got a uh you know bad bad uh, rep to her name so yeah so she um but yeah no we've stayed really close and we got closer after the show was aired like it was kind of weird how it happened but we lived together and uh, I just talked to Jamie this morning so yeah <laughs> I know she's talking hi by the way oh. Um, I hang out with Natasha quite a bit. Um, we just went on a hike together uh, yesterday, and I got to meet her mom, and Aww. they're so great together. So, um, but yeah, I try and keep uh, in contact with everyone because it's a bond that you know we'll have forever. Yeah. And um, but the pandemic has made it really, really hard. I mean, this is our first time seeing each other. Yeah. You know. So. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's definitely been difficult. Um, and in terms of, you know, we, we, we know that both of you have just kind of recently gone through a pretty public breakup. Um, so we wanted to ask, like, how are you, right? Like, <laughs> yes. uh, you have each other to lean on. And that's what we want to ask. Is, like, no. how about the breakup high five about surviving the public okay yeah. I'm sorry. I need to cut you off but I need to clarify <laughs> no I mean and I, I can't imagine and so just like how are you both doing it and what's that been like are you kind of leaning on each other because you are going through a similar situation yeah, again, like we have so much to catch up on. And after this is over, I'm giving her I'm all the tea, <laughs> all the tea. <laughs> like I had a couple people reach out like, oh, what's what's going on? I'm like, oh, it's way too much to text. Like, no, we're going to either go for like mm -hmm. a 12 hour brunch because it's going to take <laughs> or you're going to have to wait. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's difficult, I think, because people, that's how we gained a following, right? They fell in love with, Chris and Bree, they fell in love with Rudy and Matt. And yes, we still have our people that do love just Rudy, do love just Bree and, you know, Chris and Matt, whatever. But for the majority majority of it, like the amount of messages I get, like that I've gotten in this past year about, oh, when are you and Matt gonna do music? Are you and Matt still together? Like that's pretty much mm -hmm. all people seem to really- It's your identity. A lot. Yeah, it's your identity and what they really care about. And it's just like, it's hard because First of all, like, I feel like we all went into this as like solo artists, right? Mm -hmm. Like you've done music by yourself. I've, I've never been like a duo with anyone. So then to come out of this and kind of sort of be stuck to this person that people fell in love with, it's been difficult. And then mm -hmm. when you come out with news like that, um, I think it just kind of, it, people are let down and it's hard to let those people down. And, you know, it sucks, but at the end of the day, like your happiness comes first, my happiness comes first. And I was just like, yeah, this is just not, this is not going to happen. So if you, and I literally said, like, if you're here for Moody, unfollow me because there's not going to be 
there's just not going to be anything to like I'm sure you guys I, are on much better terms than me and Matt are but like <laughs> Matt specifically like there's nothing left that's going to be a moody thing there's no music I'm I'm done and if you don't want to be following me for because I'm not going to do music with him then get off my page because I don't want any more freaking moody messages damn it <laughs> You know, I'm like, I scroll through and it's like every other comment and I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But yeah, it's a similar thing. You know, it's just, it really does become your identity. And I was never a duo before. I think I I tried it with somebody and it did not work, but this went a lot better. Um, But yeah, you know, it's hard because 50% of it is your heart. And then, um, well, also like mine and Chris's, like it was very tough, but then the other 50% is the world and their hearts and all the people watching and that was really tough for me because I don't like letting people down either, you know, and I fell in love with us the same way the world did, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. it was just like a very different, unique experience. And, um, I don't think either one of us wanted that outcome like at all, or the four of us, you know, um, you go into love really just giving it your all. But at the end of the day, like Rudy's saying, you know, it's your happiness that matters. And if you don't remain true to that, then you're letting everyone down in a much bigger way. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I've you know, came to terms with at the end of the day and at the end of the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like there's definitely an added pressure maybe for you guys because they're not just fans of like you as a person. It's also like they've become fans of your music as well. So it's like there's an added element to it. And we can obviously tell that you guys have such big fan bases now at this point. So it's like they're either all in or all out. Literally, they are. They're either, like you said, they're either going to stick with you no matter what, or they're like the second that they find out you know, no more Moody or Chris and Rudy. They're like, bye. I wasn't here for just Rudy. I was here for the whole thing. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, the whole package. That ain't there no more. So just uh, unfollow. <laughs> yeah. You got to do what's best for you in the end. Like, sometimes you just have to be selfish for your own happiness. Um, so, do you think they'll do another season of Listen to Your Heart? Have you heard anything about a second season? I saw Jason posting. Um, something about like I want to bring back a season two and I thought that was interesting yeah I don't know I think with everything with like going on it's it's already so hard to produce what their their normal shows I feel like Mm -hmm. so I don't know I have no idea I think it would be cool but to see like other people go through what we went I know I would love to watch that (laughs) (laughs) Um, just get to sit back and relax and like yeah yeah feet on the coffee table you're like (laughs) um but yeah I don't know I think the pandemic you know threw a lot of people off and obviously put people behind schedule so yes we will see Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now it looks like there's going to be like a senior citizen type. Yeah, they keep show. They're so, like casting. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like that's going to be so cute. I know. <laughs> I, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah. And if like they did do another Listen to Your Heart, do you guys have like any suggestions of like making it better or doing things different? Like, is there anything from your experience that you're like, oh, I wish we didn't do that in another season? I think definitely with, (laughs) (laughs) um, I think with song prep and, um, you know, it would be like, here's your song tomorrow. You're performing for celebrity judges that you don't know. And I wouldn't change it because again, it taught me so much. Like if I had a performance and I had one song, you know, it would take me like a week and I would, it's all I breathed and, you know, and then to have, you know, two whatever songs given to you, 
and then you're performing it the next day and it's one you've never heard. Like we did that. Right. You know what I mean? And we all crushed it. So I wouldn't change that for us, but going into it, if I knew, like it takes a lot of the pressure off. It would take a lot of the pressure off uh, people. Mm -hmm. Like it's a lot to ask. You're you're not only learning a song that you may not have ever heard, but you're singing it with someone that you've never sang with before. You're playing with a live band who you've never played with before and you're doing it in front of a live audience and it's going to be aired on national television. No pressure. Very intense. Like she said, I'm, I didn't know I was capable of doing that and pulling it off as well as we did, but like, Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I feel bad for anyone that I don't have to do that. I, I feel bad. So that would probably be the main thing. Um, at least the music aspect, but yeah. Right. More dates yeah. on the love side. More you know dates. what I mean? Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think more dates and more time with, uh, preparing for what you're going to perform. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. They're keeping you on your toes clearly. <laughs> and honestly, it could have been like, it, it did stress you out so much. So like emotions are running high and like, it makes sense, you know, like, it, I guess if it was all laid back and chill and no one would be stressing and no one there, you would get, you wouldn't yeah. get good TV. So, yep. you know, it's reality TV, I guess, you know, you do, they got to do what they got to do. So. Yeah, totally. <laughs> right, good. right. The producers know how to get the emotions out of people. They know what they're doing at this point. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So if you ever had the option to go on The Bachelor or Paradise, would you go? Hell yeah. <laughs> I like it. 100% would. I'm just like, well, like, I don't know. I had a good experience on it. I know you did also. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. could understand someone having like a terrible experience like Julia being like, I'm scared to death. Like, no, I'm not <laughs> going back on that show. But um, yeah. yeah, for me, hot guys, Mexico. Yeah. Why not? Totally, totally see it. Um, For me, I don't know. I know the music aspect was like very like compelling for me, and so um, I'd have to really think about it because you know I don't know. The answer is I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good enough answer for us. Yeah, yeah. Big decision. (laughs) Yeah. Did either of you guys watch Tasha's season? I did. Yeah. Are there any guys that would catch your eye from there? Um, me and Noah like talk ish, so Ooh, yeah, really? <laughs> we're so talking to him in a couple weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're chatting with him. I don't know if he was about to say, but I don't think he cares. Like, it's not, I mean, he lives, he travels a lot, so we haven't met, but we're mm-hmm. like, you know, we're, we're cool. So, and I think he's cute, and he knows that. So, maybe nice. we'll play matchmaker. Yeah, maybe we'll have to do a little matchmaker. <laughs> Sweet. awesome about their franchises like everyone becomes you know part of it and then you have that mutual you know thing right. in common right. so it's really awesome it's unfortunate with the pandemic and everyone seems to live you know different places but right. you know I want to see what happens with that yeah um, <laughs> uh and then for me yeah I I think it's a little too soon but yeah, I did know- got, you got you got out of a breakup like me and Matt weren't together we're just not gonna ever be friends again so <laughs> it's a little like I've been talking to people he's known that like my fans are like always in on like oh I'm going on a date like yeah. you know I've been dating so I guess you're yeah you, you guys actually broke up broke up so yeah and I'm definitely like I'm ready and I'm you know I'm looking and ready and all that but um as far as like when I was watching her season you know I was still like going through the process right. so I have to go back and rewatch the episode <laughs> There's a lot um, of guys on that. Yeah, it was season. a great cast. Yeah. I did that yeah, one from there, and we talked a little bit, but we'll see what happens, you know? 
Exactly. Yeah. So we um, reach out to our listeners and we always have them write in any questions for you guys. And we got a ton of questions for the book. They're <laughs> hardcore. Like the most questions we've ever had. So we kind of condensed them down into just a couple questions. Uh, but the first one is, who was your biggest role model slash music inspiration growing up? Role model, like just role model in general or role model? I think, I think, yeah, just like kind of like your music inspo, like who did you maybe look up to that was in the industry? My sister Aguilera, like studied her my whole life and I took voice lessons, but I I think the main thing that I did was just literally sing her album stripped uh, back and forth just every day since I was literally seven years old and like just would try and do every little run that she could do and like, um, but yeah, she definitely, her performing, her dancing, singing, writing, everything just... 100% 100% her. I think like lyrically, I being the same age ish as Taylor Swift, you know, like going through all those same experiences. Um, I really attached to that. Um, and I think vocally Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey, like I, I love them. Um, and would kind of do, you know, similar things. Yeah. <laughs> they're just, especially Whitney Houston. I think she's just one of the greats. So she definitely is. Definitely them. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all great answers. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next question is, did your experience on Listen to Your Heart give you any songwriting material? Yeah. I mean, I think the song that I released right after the show, <laughs> the, the three songs that came out were all, besides Smile, but uh, yeah. I yeah, mean, for sure. 100%. I'm still, I'm still writing about, not maybe necessarily the show, but people, the, person that I met on there so yeah. <laughs> yeah I think it's given us material for life for life and you know there will always be a lyric or two probably that, is, that has to do with listen to your heart yeah yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah definitely that's awesome and then our last listener question is when are you both planning on dropping new music they oh, want to yeah. know they really want to know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um me so soon I have um some singles and um a, a couple covers that meant a lot to me, actually one that I used to audition for the show um, and music videos coming, but I'm also working on an EP slash album. We'll see what comes first slash last and I really want to release it this year. Uh, so I'm really hustling and yeah, so stay tuned, but some singles along the way for sure. Thanks. Yeah, I think pretty much the same for me. I'm trying to release an EP. I've been, right, I have so many songs that I just need to pick from and, and pick like five or six good ones. And I'm so picky. I just need to stop being picky. Most of it ready. I do. It's like all here in my little phone and I just need to get my craft together. So um, I'm thinking hopefully by like March or April, I'll have like an EP ready and, and out. That's amazing. Um, I'm hoping, but uh, yeah, definitely sometime in the near future and I have thing is I like things happen and then I want to write about them like oh this is much better than this one so I kind of just hold off because I'm like I always feel like there's just something better that I can do but (laughs) I just I know people have been waiting so I I just need to give them something so yeah Yeah, and then hopefully an an EP very very just release 10 EPs okay yeah Well, I think they'll be really excited to hear that. (laughs) So awesome. All right. Before we let you go, we're going to play a little game of name that tune. So I'm going to play a song 
for you, like one second and then up to five seconds. And if you know it, just like raise your hand and like shout it out. It might, we'll see how it goes over Zoom because this you is know, our you know first try. Well, <laughs> okay. I did this on a bachelor happy hour with uh, oh, fun. and Becca. Yeah. And oh, I, yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me. So I'm just, I'm just giving that disclaimer. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. This is the first song. Give me one second. I think I'm crazy. Oh. Go ahead. 34, 35. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to that song way too much. <laughs> nice job. Okay. okay this is one. the next one. The, the driver's license? Yeah. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Um, That's so next. Oh, is it just yeah. a, uh, anyone by Justin Bieber? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that was so good. <laughs> I just heard, I literally heard do 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 do. <laughs> that's all I heard. <laughs> I can never do that. Have you heard that song? Yeah, I oh love that so song. Good. So good. <laughs> that's so funny. Alrighty. Actually, listening to his older album. The other day. Oh, love yeah, there's some love, love amazing. <laughs> yeah, there's some amazing jam in there. Okay, two more. Okay. I think that's my song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I heard that one sample way too many times to not know that is my song. <laughs> oh yeah. My <laughs> oh my god. All right, I'm pulling up the last one right now. Oh, that's mine. You guys did so well. No, that was crazy. You guys did really well. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Yeah, this is our first time. Our first time. We're trying out games. We did one with Damar last week, and then we did this one this week. So thanks for playing. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Awesome. So tell them, yeah, where um, they can find you, all of that fun stuff. Perfect. This was so fun. Yeah, we're so happy to meet yes, you guys. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> yeah, and you want to give them your socials? You said give us give all the socials, anything that's coming oh. up for you. Yeah. Mine's super easy. It's just Rudy on Instagram. And then I have my little link where you can find all of my music. But yeah, my name's Rudy. So you search that you'll find something of me. <laughs> it's a surprise. <laughs> um, mine is Bree Staus, which is B-R-I-S-T-A-U-S-S. -S. And same thing. You can just go in the bio and it's all there. Yeah. Perfect. And they'll obviously be coming out with music soon. So we can't wait for that. Yes. Thank you both so much. We really appreciate it. It's nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you guys. I'll take care. Bye. Nice meeting you. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed that interview. We hope it lived up to your standards. We hope that we asked all the questions that you wanted to be asked. Um, and as always, we would love it if you follow us on Spotify and subscribe on Apple. If you are a listener on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a five stars and leave us a comment. We would love to hear from you. Like, please, please comment. We want to know how we're doing. Like, if yes. you want more of this content, if you want more of that content, um, just let us know. We'd yeah. love to hear from we're you. Always looking for suggestions. Yes. It's the Bachelor Degree Podcast on Spotify and Apple. So make sure you follow us there. And 
as always, follow us on our Instagram at the Bachelor Degree Podcast for all your latest Bachelor news and updates from us. Yes, we're constantly posting and giving you updates on who we're going to be speaking to. So you can write in listener questions, um, who the guest of the week is going to be, and just everything in between. Much more. Yeah, yeah, so much more. So we will be with you guys weekly to recap Matt's season. I can't believe we only have two weeks left of his season. And we will always be here to update you on all things Bachelor Nation. And as always, we will talk to you Bachelor bitches next week on The Bachelor Degree. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.